As a teenager, you were controlled and confined by what others demanded and expected of you. In your 20s, you were consumed by what others thought of you. In your 30s, you realized you were still conflicted by what you truly thought of yourself. But now, in your 40s and beyond, it's finally time to live fearlessly, fabulously, and fully you. Let's go. Hey sis, welcome to In the Middle with Myra, and I'm your host, Myra Rollins. Testing, testing, one, two. Testing, testing. <laughs> I just always want to do that. I'm sitting here in my robe, in my bonnet, with a big mic in front of my face. And it just seems like it's so official, however unofficial it is. And it just seems like every now and then I need to say, testing, testing, one, two. Good morning, ladies, or afternoon, or evening, or whenever you are tuning in to In the Middle with Myra. And listen, this week I told you that I was going to do five podcasts. Before the month, I told you last week that what I was doing was taking my notes and my messages from previous times that I spoke, and I am recycling this stuff. I mean, it's just it's just too much. It's just too good to let it sit in the abyss of my like junk drawer. So I dusted off a lot of these notes and messages and I'm bringing them to you in the middle. So yesterday we spoke about Eve because we're talking about women of the Bible and how they apply to us and what we can learn from them. And um, today we are talking about Sister Sarah. So what you want to do is on your own time, um, look at Genesis And um, this story specifically starts in verse 16. I'm sorry, chapter 16. So just giving you a quick, quick, quick synopsis. I love the word synopsis. So a quick synopsis is that God promised Abram and his wife, um, Sarah, that they would um, bear a child and that child would be through whom God would bless and build the nations of Israel. And um, they was old and wasn't nothing happening, you know, they was doing their business and making it do what it do, but there was no offspring being born. So in her frustration, in her um, deciding to formulate her own plan, Sarah said, hey, Abram, go in there and do your business with your maidservants, Hagar. And she will bear you a child. Nobody told her to make this plan. But she was just like, listen, I'm going to go out on my own and fulfill the promise of God. Because he obviously is either taking too long or not going to do it. So Hagar, so Abraham is like, sure, I'll I'll, I'll take you up on that offer. (laughs) So he goes in and does his business with Hagar and the son Ishmael is born. But it's all kind of drama, as you can imagine, surrounding the birth of Ishmael. Um, Hagar and Sarah, of course, start beefing and they're being ugly with one another. And then it gets to the point to where Sarah is being so bad to Hagar that Hagar runs away to the desert. But while she's in the desert, God sends an angel and sends her back. Ishmael is born. But even during 
after the time that Ishmael is born and finally Isaac, the son of finally um, Sarah and Abram is born. Then Sarah gets salty some more and say he got to go. So it's just craziness, just hot mess. All because Sarah wouldn't wait on the promise of God. Sarah felt, here we go, that the means justified the ends. How about you, sis? Where in your life have you said or are you saying to yourself that what I want is a good thing? And it doesn't matter the process to get to that good thing. I want a husband and I'm going to do whatever to get and keep this man, even if that means compromising what I believe, compromising myself, even even if it means um, getting someone else's husband. Like having a husband is good, but how I'm going about it is not. Or I want this house and home ownership is a good thing. But you know what? My money ain't right for this. So I'm going to work a lot, even though working is taking me away from family and friends and and taking care of myself. But because I want this house so much, a good thing, I'm going to go about it with the ill process. Do you not care about the process if you want the product bad enough? What we have to understand and commit to is that there must be morality and maturity in the process. By morality, I mean you have to do it right. No going behind people's back, no cheating, no lying, no stealing, morality. And then maturity. And what I mean by maturity is that sometimes it may not be a sin, morality to do something, but sometimes it's just not the wisest thing, not the best way, not the most um, productive way. There must be morality and maturity in the process. And so I don't want you to undervalue the process. The product can be a good thing. But if your process is off, if your process is jacked, if your process is wrong, sis, it may not be time for that product. Don't be a bulldozer in your life when it comes to the things that you want because you want them so bad. Who are you running over? What are you skipping? What step are you omitting? Being a bulldozer to get to the process. And see, here are some ways to know if you are Sarah or not. Number one, you find yourself working alone because people, other people are saying, "Mm, it ain't something right about this one. People are giving you the advice that maybe you need to reevaluate this. Maybe it's not time for this. People are giving you the advice that "Mm, I don't think he's the one. People are saying that "Mm, I don't think it's that job. I can't. mm." So people are giving you that advice, but because you won't listen or heed, you find yourself working by yourself. One of the ways to know that you are a Sarah is if you find yourself working alone. Number two, you find yourself working in secret because the process is kind of shady and you know full well it's shady. Often you find yourself doing things in secret because you don't want people to know. So you want them to see the product, the house, the man, the job, but you 
don't want them to know how you got it. So you find yourself working in secret. A third way to know if you're being a Sarah is you often find yourself working against others. If you are always going against the grain, it's probably because you are being Sarah-ish. It's likely because you are doing things that aren't in time or in season for you. Now, I often tell people that my advice, my tips, my take on the scriptures can't be taken out of context and alone. Like there are going to be some times in your life to where you're working alone and it's the right thing or where you're working against people, but they don't know your vision. So sometimes that's going to be a good thing or the right thing. But what I'm talking about is if this is your consistent tendency and habit and you always or most often find yourself working alone, working in secret, working against people, it is probably because you have a habit and pattern of being a Sarah. A fourth way is you often are asking for forgiveness rather than permission. And what do I mean by that? Because you know, again, you feel in your heart or you know in your mind that your process is shady. So what you do is I'm going to go ahead and do this thing and act as if I didn't know you didn't want me to do that. I'm so sorry. But all along, you knew that you should have asked is this okay with you? What do you think about this? Because you don't anyone you don't want anyone to disagree with or stop you from doing it. So instead, you ask for forgiveness rather than permission. And a fifth way to know if you're being a Sarah is if you find yourself what I call self-justifying a lot. And what do I mean by that? You say, "Well, if she didn't, then I wouldn't have had to." If he didn't do this, then I would not have been forced to do this. If they would not have done that or said that, then I would not have been made and forced and pushed. So you rationalize with yourself so that you can again reinforce your process because you want that product so bad. Ladies, are you being a Sarah? And so what I want you to do is to start valuing and respecting the process. This podcast is all about women after 40. And what we learn after 40 is that through our journeys, we get growth and wisdom and understanding. And if you are not growing along the what? The journey. Then when you ever get to the product, the blessing, the thing that you want, You're not going to be able to fully enjoy it or hold on to it or keep it or whatever because you neglected to learn throughout the what? The process. Part of Sarah's journey, though it was a long journey, she was like 99, 100 when she got pregnant. But part of her journey was her learning patience and faith and trust in God and his promises. That was part of the journey, sis. And so, yes, she wanted a child. And yes, that child was a good thing. But so was the journey. Where in your life, sis, do you need to take a breath? and pause and say, during this gap, during this void, what is God trying to teach me in the wait? 
What am I supposed to do in this waiting room? What am I supposed to, here's a crazy word, enjoy in this waiting room? What am I supposed to learn, do? Who am I supposed to help? Where can I learn from? And what's the word? Grow in this process. So what I want you to do is enjoy the ride, learn patience, And the last thing is set realistic timelines. Sometimes we feel that we're waiting so long because we've put either arbitrary or unrealistic timelines. Let me talk about arbitrary. I need to be married by I'm 25. I need to be married by the time I'm 30. Like, that's kind of arbitrary. Like, who says so? Or I want to have a million dollars by the time I'm 30. Yeah, that sounds good. And I know we in society of 2020 where people make it seem like anybody can get rich quick. But that's arbitrary, sis. And then unrealistic is the same, is similar but different. Like I want this by this time when that is a timeline that's not for your season doable. So where in your life, excuse me, where in your life do you need to learn to enjoy the ride, learn patience, and set realistic timelines? Sis, I want just to remind you that much of what you want in life is most of the time not a bad product, not a bad thing. (coughs) Excuse me, but we must value the process. We must learn that there must be morality and maturity. And if you can't get to the thing in the right way, then it's not the right time. I'm going to say that again. If you can't get to that thing in the right way, then it's not the right time. But in time, all good things that are for us, God will deliver. I'm going to say that again. And I'm going to say it just to you, just to you, sister. That all good things that are for us will come in time. So don't be a Sarah going out there, going all around shady measures in the dark, doing shisty stuff to get what you want. If you can't go about it the right way, it's not the right time. So sis, as we journey from 40 and beyond, We understand that getting older with style and grace ain't easy, but somebody got to do it. So why not us and why not you? And as always, choose to make it a great day. And if you're wondering why my voice is a little bit raspier than usual, the honest truth is because it's three o'clock in the morning and I'm doing this podcast. I am signing off and going back to bed.